Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm your host, who is so, so bad at fantasy baseball right now, Blake Williger, alongside my co-host, who always wins. It's Adam Brooks. What's up, Adam? What's up, Blake? You, you're getting rocked again. Keep on rocking. <laughs> two weeks in a row. Uh, two weeks in a row. But, uh, however, you're not quite accurate with your opening statement there. Oh. You are not actually bad right now. Right now... Uh, you are leading the league in uh, right in points for for this week. Oh, I okay. I believe yeah, you are but... you are currently winning the week. Yes, my <laughs> my back to back blinks of the week are in the past. Yeah. we're in the future. Oh we're, wait, we're yeah, you have seventy three points on this on this kind of lazy Monday. Where did you manufacture all these points from? There are any? <laughs> well, you yes, but been... we we're not even planning on doing live lookins, but sure, let's go for it. Um, Who the hell is last... Alf Relic? <laughs> Who the heck last... is that? Last week, um, I think I said this on the chain, I had 39 and a half points, and Todd even mentioned it in his very funny song about how bad my week was last week. I had 39 and a half points from my pitching. Just today, by 8 p.m., I had 35 and a half points from my pitching. Thanks, yeah. Brandon Williamson and Dylan Cease. So, um, oh, yes. God. And then, yes, yeah. as you mentioned, Sal Frelick, uh, Freelick? Frelick? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you should know. I do know. Your team. I do know he got me 14 points today. <laughs> I know. And you even had you had two players whose games were postponed. You had I two did. Phillies yeah. who didn't even play today. Who hey. could have? You could have. You, you you underperformed. I was feeling so low. Just, just we should add their ago. total from the doubleheader <laughs> tomorrow. Anyway. Okay. It does not look like you'll be getting Blake of the All Week right. this week. But, wow, I really yeah. teed you up um, to talk about your team, and then here you are talking about my team. This is very Just talking about Adam. your team. No, nah, I mean, I played Tim and I won, so that's uh... – <laughs> Okay. It was You're close, right. though. There were three – I mean, there are three good uh, – you know, there were three good – we'll segue into this. We we're going to do the trades first. We'll talk about quickly last week. There were three um, uh, matchups uh, that involved the top three teams that all – kind of came down to the Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Like, they mm-hmm. were all very close. They all could have gone either direction. Um, I uh, I was actually – I was either losing or very close to losing even, like, early Sunday. Tim, the senator, had caught up to me. And uh, and then um, – and then I, but I, had, I have a lot of West Coast games on that, and so I ended up scoring a lot of points and winning by about 50. But – he was he was beating me. I mean, he also got a blown save from Seawall that he was. I think it was like three twenty five to three twenty five at one point. Wow. And then after that, it went downhill. And he got bad luck. Uh, Glass now got scratched. Um, and I mean, I had a freaking no hitter. So, I mean, that that that's tough to overcome. But I mean, he he was beating me. I mean, he was yes. he was winning at a certain point. So, or he's very close. I can't remember if he actually overtook me. I think he did. Um. So anyway, and then we had, uh. Todd and um, I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, Todd and uh, and Zetlin was a 16 point. Ended up being a 16 point spread, but mm-hmm. that was also very close. Um, Zetlin uh, ended up. He was only winning by a couple points going into Saturday. Uh, kind of extended his lead um, and then managed to hold on to it. Um, but there were also a lot of kind of twists and turns. Uh, that Todd, I know he has graphs and charts showing how he could have won or should have won that <laughs> week. Um, but he, uh, we, we, I texted him about it because I was highly rooting for him, to, mm-hmm, obviously, to course. beat uh, And I was trying to, I, I was too lazy to do the breakdown myself, but I was asking him what needs to happen for, uh, mm-hmm. for him to win. Um, but Zellin ran out of innings too. So, so Todd, um, Todd managed innings very well. Uh, and was able to get to, um, uh sunday Six, with like yeah, 65 yeah, 50, and a third he had right he threw yeah but he and he but he had like 58 and something mm-hmm. going into sunday oh and also tim tim had i think he had 59 and a third innings going into sunday um so and he and he definitely he sat people mm-hmm. he actually would have done better that's a kind of tough luck but he sat kyle gibson who ended up putting up like 17 or 15 points or something like oh. that but but I mean, it was a reasonable. I think anyone would have probably made the same choice. Just as bad luck yeah, to get to was, Sunday. But, yeah, but um, he got he needed to get to Sunday, and then um, but the the most fascinating matchup, we'll save that for last, was um, uh, Chris versus Beef, and mm-hmm. Chris still out here trying hard, puts up an eighty three point day on <sighs> Sunday, takes the lead over uh, Brad by a few points, but Brad yeah. has um his newly acquired FTJ <laughs> and, uh, and then he's got uh, Mookie Mookie Betts. and Mookie blasts a home run after they, they'd actually lost him points up to that point. Like he had, he had been down a couple down, like a, 
third of a point or something, mm-hmm. then the home run put it out of reach. So, uh, I mean, going into the Sunday night game with those two guys and you're only down at one and a half points, you probably think you're going to win. I, mean, I think that's reasonable to think you, you, you're probably going to win that game, but you never know. So Brad, who made these, you know, the trade and missed out on like a Scherzer start because the trade was done, you know, the day before a mm-hmm. Scherzer or the day of the Scherzer start. There's all these, um, you know, like uh, things that uh, like, like, like Jason Adam had a good outing. Like there are all these things that had the trade gone through on a different oh, yeah. day, like day before, or if that he wouldn't even be a question, He, you know, that, so there were so many things that, uh, that happened there, but in the end, he didn't have to worry about any of that math because he, because of, because of Mookie, uh, Betts. Mookie Betts, his, uh, one of his favorite players too, which, so that couldn't have felt uh, any better. Yeah. Team namesake. Um, yeah. Team namesake. Oh, oh um, checking all the boxes. Huge. Yeah. Um, and then Chris uh, falls, uh, Fall to six and eleven. That was a big matchup for Chris, who was still yeah. going for it. Seventy-two innings for Chris. Um, you know, he really gave it. His team really gave it all. Gave yeah. it. Gave it uh, their all. So, um, had sixteen home then, runs. His team. That's yeah, huge. That's a lot. I mean, he really. That's a tough luck loss. And yeah. actually, you know, Senators was a tough luck loss too. Three three eighteen. Um, and uh, Todd three twenty five. I mean, these are good numbers. I think these are numbers that would have won the week before. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have beaten almost everybody else the week before. Uh, Jason wins the week with almost 400 points, All just right. uh, dominating uh, Erdang. And then um, and then your matchup with uh, with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, I was, think I had to like 225 or 228 or something. 226. Or, and uh, 226, Aaron yeah. with a very pedestrian 291. Not even a good – in this week, not yeah. a good – No. Set the second worst score mm-hmm. of the uh, week. Um Oh, is this the part where I congratulate the apostrophe bros for having the one and two scores for the week? Is that a thing? Is that because I had the second one? Should I congratulate myself and Jason? Is that is that how it works? That's that's what is Aaron that, seemed to do with, that... with his business partner. If you're with your business yeah. partner, if uh, your gonna... apostrophe partner. Yeah, is, is that that's what he would have done mm-hmm. if it was uh, if it was him and Jason. <laughs> anyway, but uh, uh. Yeah, anyway, Aaron, though, he's still a W's a W, and he needed it to really he needed kind of, it. Oh, absolutely. He needed to, to pretty much lock in that, that six spot, or not even the six spot now, maybe the the five spot. Who knows? We don't know. We have to know. Who knows? There's no way to find out unless no. you look at the standings. He's in fifth right now. And do a quick me, look. Yeah. Points. We're both uh, nine and eight, along with uh, Jason. The three of us are nine and eight. Yeah. Um, he has Jason a... with a hefty point lead over uh, over you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but you are in sixth and you are, uh, you are three games ahead of the next, um, uh, the next, uh, oh, Chris, yes. With four to play. Yeah. With, was there wait, a three to play? Is it three yeah, four to play four. this week? And is it this week? And I don't know. We, this is, we should probably oh, find boy. out before we talk and analyze the playoffs. <laughs> this is matchup 18 and there's 21. So yes. This, there's okay, four, yeah, including this. 18. So there's four left. Yes. All right, so... ESPN puts me at a 95% chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know. That might be an overestimation. Yeah. If that is ESPN actually looking at your team? ESPN I doesn't mean... do anything. We don't know. No, I don't know. Although, yeah. if you win this week, that's going to make it mighty difficult for anyone to overtake you. Yes. But um, even, I mean, even t- so, Todd is still even, uh, hasn't made a trade yet, isn't even selling. And he's in, um, he's four games out. That's he's got I, a one. Todd doesn't really have a chance. What is it? What is uh ESPN put him at one percent? Yeah, one. But That's how is right. how is the senator have two percent? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't because like because he's won like in the past. Maybe they're giving him credit for past performance. <laughs> we are the only ones who look at this. ESPN is just like I just put numbers there. Who cares? Nobody <laughs> looks at numbers. That. Uh, yeah, I mean mathematically, it just knows that the top three teams are making the playoffs no matter what. There's nothing yeah. we could possibly do to fuck that up. Nope. <laughs> um. But uh, I guess if you lost all of your matchups, you know, that would open some things up because you are vulnerable with that points sure. total. Yes. If I lose, if I lose three of four and Chris, or no, I probably have to lose all four and Chris needs to win all well, four. Well, no, right? you, Chris, if, if Chris gains three games on you, he yes. has to gain three games on you. He's going to, he, he has, he has a lot more points than you. Yes. So if so I if go, he, if I go one and three and he goes four and oh, correct. That, or if he goes three and one, three and one, that's three and one. Like, does it that games, three games, not two games. 
I guess. Three I and know. one. Yeah, if he goes no, yeah, no, sorry. That's two games. That's two games. Yeah, because yeah. you either get four go... games or zero games. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Chris has to go four and oh, and you can you can win one. one or you can go oh and four and he can go three and one. There's two there's two scenarios. Yes. Yeah, right? that makes sense. I think that sorry, would be a little bit of a little bit Yes. Yeah, not the there there's a scenario where you go 0 and 4 and a scenario where you go 1 and 3. Yes. Those are the two scenarios where Chris could overtake you. But um, more fun than talking about those scenarios, Adam. We had trades. We had trades. All right. <laughs> Blake wants this podcast to last no more than half an hour tonight. Let's see if it happens. We'll optimistic your... given all the action, but let's get into <laughs> these trades. This is the fun part. This is why this we is the play fun. the games. We we love it when our matchups get to Sunday and we love it when there are trades that are made in this league. Um, yes. I'll break, uh, I'll explain this first one here. Was this, is this in, in order of... Uh, this is in chronological order. Perfect. This is the Brad and it. Josh trade first. The, the Brad and Josh trade. Brad receives uh, Max Scherzer, who's averaging 11.1 points per start. Uh, got him in the auction for $36. Emmanuel Class A, 3.3 points per game, $12 in the auction. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Averaging three points per game. It's in the last year of his contract, so that money doesn't even matter to uh, to Brad. And Ian Happ. Oh, my God. This is such a big trade. Ian Happ, two and a half points, uh, $1 player. Uh, and Zach Eflin, 11.6 points per start. Wow, a waiver ad. So, not keeper eligible. That is who Brad received. Oh, he dropped. He had to um, drop because he took on yes, more players. He had to drop exactly. two players. He dropped... Uh, uh, Yenier Cano, is that how we pronounce it? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, three points uh, per game for him, a not keepable, and Bryce Miller, 9.7 points per start. Uh, he is not keepable either. Um, so the, the big ones here are Max Scherzer. Actually, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're kind of all big, aren't they? I mean, they're all Ian Haps, um, you know, uh, starting on um, Brad's team. So he got, it wasn't just like, okay, well, you're dropping, you're, you know, you need, yeah, spots well, Haps so has had a hot players. month. Yeah. So we did. He's he's been at three point five average oh, yeah. for the last month, um, and then uh, but but uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. has been at a two only two per game for the last. Mm-hmm. He's been had a really bad month. So uh, you know that's the, the last month thing. You know it's it's a good tab to have, and it's kind of like you're happier if your last month matches up with sure. the season. You want the consistency because consistency is huge in in um, a head to head league. As opposed to Roto, where you don't actually care where any of those, what, you don't care if they yeah, when it comes, scored yeah. the points at the beginning of the year or the end of the year. But, um, but I'd be a little concerned about Tatis Jr. Uh, not being so great the last month. And then, uh, but but you think probably Hap will come back to earth a little bit. Uh, Tatis will probably um, uh, rebound a bit. You know, mm-hmm. regression to the mean, and and so they'll probably both play around what they. You'd think the average of these two guys on offense would play about what you'd think. So, yeah. you know, he's got two guys, uh, a 3.0 uh, guy and a 2.5 guy. Yeah. Okay. And that's just what Brad received. <laughs> now we've yes. got what, uh, what Erding receives. He gets Bobby Witt Jr., who uh, is averaging 2.8 points per game in the first year of his 6-9 and 14 C-level contract through 2025. Yeah. He gets Christian Yelich for 3.1 uh, points per game, uh, $4. He uh, was... Uh, was his price in the auction. Uh, you're everyone's favorite player, Jason Adams, <laughs> three points per game, who is not keepable. What and did then... we all do to, to like, what kind of good deeds we, we do in past lives to <laughs> deserve a baseball player who is semi-rosterable in yeah, fantasy baseball? Sure. Like, he's like, he's like a perpetual waiver ad, yeah. like ad drop, ad drop, and his name is Jason Adam. Like, yeah. how do we get how do we get a 26th man whose uh-huh. name is Jason Adam? <laughs> and it's so awesome. It's anyway. beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, um, and then the the player who Erning says he really did this trade for was Jackson yeah. Holiday, one dollar Prosby that uh, Brad got. I don't know if it was this past year or the year before. I think it was just this year. Um, yeah, can we get? Um, so is this guy? I mean, I did a cursory look, but it seems like he's a consensus number one. Yes, I think prospect. every he, every site or publication yeah. has him as the the number one. He is Matt Holiday's son. And they were saying, you know, 10 years ago, they knew that he was going to be a, you know, a major leaguer. And here he is now, I think, 19 years old in double A. Um, and he was on the IL, the minor league IL 
for an illness or something, but he has had come back and it's not like, you know, an elbow right. issue or, or wrist yeah. or whatever. Like he just, uh, he was just sick and he's back and uh, crushing it. So um, yeah, what's good the, uh, what, what's the trajectory? When do we think he's going to be in the majors sometime next year? We think next year. So 20, he'll make so. he'll be like a 19, 20 year old in the majors. I think, let me see. Yeah. Here. I think he's, I think he's 19 now. Um, so I don't know when his birthday is, but I can find that out very quickly. Adam, uh, he is 19. He turns 20 in December. Okay, so he'll be 20 years old. We think he'll come up. (laughs) He's born in December of 20, or I'm sorry, 2003. That's wild. I mean, he's, uh, and he's going to be a major leaguer next year. And we think that, um, I mean, he's going to join a stacked Baltimore team. You know, they should, he should be in a good position. Yeah. Um, But I would imagine they wouldn't be super patient with him if he doesn't hit right away because they got to, they got to contend. They got to win. So it depends how they do the rest Um, of this year. But um, it's a, this was a huge trade. That is, I think, as Erdang said, that's the biggest piece here. Although Bobby Wood Jr. has been really good um, lately. I think in his last, uh, I think he's played 110 games this season. His last 55 have been much better than his first 55. So. Um, yeah, he was, and he was a huge prospect. He was kind of the, right. Well, yeah, he was, uh, I mean, he's coming home, right? Didn't, didn't Erdang hold on to him forever? Oh, Adam, you're right. Isn't that like, he he was terrible. Yeah. Yes. He was in like double A and Erdang had gotten him in the auction. I think he had paid even like $3, $5 for him or something. And uh, it was a year too early. Yes. Um, Um, that's excellent. But um, he's coming home. Yeah. Coming right home. And then, uh, and then. He's averaging four point one in the last thirty. That's a that's wow, like that's huge. I mean that you're you're in Judge uh, Jordan Alvarez territory yeah. with that. I mean you're in rare rare mm-hmm. air there. So that that's you know trout prime yes. trout uh, territory. Um, what so, are your thoughts on this trade, Adam? And then uh, yeah. after you after you give me your thoughts, please rate it on a scale from one to ten on how fun this trade is. Yeah, well it's I, it's clearly a fun trade. It's a very fun trade. Yes. How much it's going to matter and effectively help Brad's team, I don't know. Like, I'm a little, you know, and I, you know, it's tough because I didn't, you know, I I know, like, I'm engaged in these trade talks and all this stuff. So I don't want to make it sound like it's because I didn't make this trade. It's not the best. But but let's break it. Let's break it down here. Okay, a couple things. (laughs) Yelich and Witt, I think, I think it's reasonable to think that they're going to be just as good, if not outperform FTJ and Hap. I mean, Witt's been on fire, you know, for half the season now. Yelich is averaging a solid 3.1. Right now, they're both, if you take just their seasons up until now, they're both outperforming the two offensive players that Brad Mm -hmm. receives. So, at best, that's a wash in the offense, okay? And then, um, you know, Jason Adam, whatever, that's a throw-in. We don't even necessarily need to account for that. But if you look at Class A and, uh, and Cano, I mean, that's not a huge difference between Cano, who's nasty, who strikes mm-hmm. out everybody, even though he's only getting holds, yeah. versus Class A, who's getting um, who's getting saves, but not on as good a team. So, um, and Class A has been consistent. I mean, he's been putting up um, three point. You know, he's been averaging the same amount, but it's not. He's not a, a four or a four and a half closer. Those mm-hmm. are the impact closers, the guys that um, you know, like obviously you have two of them, right? You've got uh, Devin Williams. I do. And Thank you for noticing. Um, so those guys are the, the kind of the impact closers as opposed to the closers that are pretty close to being like as good as a, as a, uh, as a good, um, you know, setup guy. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's not necessarily a wash, but I don't think it's all that, you know, points wise, I bet Cano and class A are pretty close in points going the rest of the year. I think it's much less likely that Cano is going to implode in any given day than class A. I mean, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, he didn't take on that, but mm-hmm. I think that's pretty close. So we've got offense and closer as a, um, as I think close to a wash. I mean, maybe slightly shaded towards Brad. If you take the history of, of FTJ being a dominant player. Um, and then you've got Scherzer and Eflin. Okay. But he had to drop Bryce Miller. Zach Eflin's averaging 11.6, actually more than Max Scherzer, but the last 30 overall averaging 8.8. Bryce Miller averaging nine, about the mm-hmm. same as Eflin over the last month or so. It's very realistic to think that that's a wash going forward um, based on pedigree and opponents that they're facing coming up. Sure. Um, so then you got Scherzer. Scherzer's awesome. I mean, he's historically been amazing. This year is a down year. He's going to a better team, obviously. More opportunities for wins. Sorry, Todd. Um, but he's probably going to win more games um, on the Astros. Um, 
So we'll see. He had a good first start, but it's essentially going to be Max Scherzer uh, for um, for Jackson Holiday in some ways, although in mm-hmm. the keeper rights to Bobby Witt and, and Yelich. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a hefty price to pay for a guy that's not Garrett Cole, you know, right. like a guy that's not uh, that's not um, putting up 15, 16. You want like how much better does Max Scherzer make your team than the next guy that you could have added? you know, on the waiver wire. And I don't know that those, you know, three extra points that, that Scherzer's averaging currently, unless he has a big bump for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's worth what he gave up. Um, it, you know, if he wins uh, the finals by three or four points and Scherzer <laughs> comes out and has yeah. a you know, two-star, I mean, sure, that could happen. But, uh, and then it's all worth it. But I mm-hmm. think it's a, it is a, it certainly improves his team, but I don't think if you're just looking at the names on this, you know, everyone, these are a lot of high, uh, a lot of um, uh, marquee names in this deal mm-hmm. that I don't think are quite living up to what everyone thinks their, their performances are. So yeah. well said, Adam, that's uh, my take. How fun is it? How fun? Oh, it's super fun. It's super, super fun. First of all, the fact that it involves Erdang and we have to give him a, a fun, a fun bonus point because Erdang made two trades so I think that doubles that 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 gets a bonus point for each trade. Okay. Um, and so uh, I think that given the the number of players involved, um, the caliber, both historical and the kind of seasons they're having this year, uh, involved, I think we're getting to like eight eight and a half uh, oh, wow. fun. Okay, that's great. In, you know, yeah. including the um, including the the extra point. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's going to get. So we're, we're at eight and a half. I think a solid eight and a half, okay. maybe nine. Yeah. I just, when you spoke a lot about this trade and I agree with like all of it, I mean, also it was, a lot of it was factual, <laughs> what you were saying. It wasn't um, opinion based, but I just, when it comes to these huge trades and it, you know, that you, the notification you get on your phone and you just see names and you just, it's hard to like break it down at first. And I just, I have a hard time believing that you get as much for each of the, for these players as you do in your return, when you group them all together, like if you just try to trade Max Scherzer, don't you get, you know, a couple of these players. And then if you trade Fernando Tatis Jr. to another team, don't you get, you know, players in return? Like, I know obviously he wanted, I'm, you know, obviously he's got he wanted Jackson Jr. holiday and well, Jackson holiday. Yeah. But I mean, he got three. Well, you're, so you're saying that could Erdang have done better if he had traded these individually. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say I, or I, what you're wondering? The, these trades, I don't think I've ever done a trade that was so big like this, where there's whatever, seven players involved or eight players or whatever it is. When you include the nine players, when you include the, the um, prospect or whatever, where it just seems like you you're trading them for um, lesser on the dollar or whatever, because you're grouping them together. And um like Max Scherzer I, you know, is just part of how you get Bobby Witt Jr. instead of straight up or whatever. I don't know. It's uh, surprising to me that that you would do that instead of, you know, try to trade them all separately so that because each of these guys is valued. These are really good players. I mean, the problem, the counter argument is that, first of all, there aren't that many people to trade with. Right. And then of the people to trade with, they may not have the pieces that you want. You know, they may not have the pieces mm-hmm. that match up. So, you know, if. Josh looked at Brad's team and's like, I'm going to zero in on Bobby Witt and Yelich and Holiday. Like, mm-hmm. how do I get these three guys? Or maybe they start talking. Maybe it was just Bobby Witt Jr. for Max Scherzer to start. But then maybe that didn't seem like quite enough for Bobby Witt Jr. You mm-hmm. know, or for, sorry, for Scherzer. Yeah. You know, and he's like, because uh, I think that maybe you'd want a little bit more than just, so that, okay, well, can we add this? Can I add this? And then, you know, because I've done a bunch of the, I've done small deals, I've done big deals, and they usually start a little smaller. Yes. And then you start <laughs> like, it's it just, you're trying to like level the scales out so that both people are comfortable with what they're getting, mm-hmm. you know, and then, so I can see how they get much bigger then like, Hey, well, if, if you're going to involve, well now, well, what about Yelich? Yeah. He's a $4. You know, maybe I didn't notice Yelich initially being only $4. You kind of, it's hard to believe you know, cause he was so good for so long. Then he dropped off and, um, and now he's good again, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, how did he sneak by for $4? Let's, let's revisit that, you know? So, um, yeah. I think also something that yeah. I think we talk about a lot, um, every episode now is how much smarter we are when it comes to fantasy baseball and our auction value, you know, the dollars and how much each like a player is worth. Like just because he's three points per game doesn't mean that he's, you know, a C level keeper or whatever. Like you just, we know how these players are and who they are. And if they're, if they are really worth it, if they're 
if they're legitimate, if they are going to keep that up for the rest of their career, or if it was just kind of a, you know, Ian Happ, like, oh, well, sure, he's good now, but, you know, no, our, our league isn't going to value him as a $20 player next year. So, um, right. Yeah. I mean, which Ian I feel Happ like we're all just getting be, smarter about that. It's going to be Ian Happ. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah. But I mean, I think that's why he's going, you know, he's going to, Brad was probably at that point. He's like, I got to pick somebody off to like replace the mm-hmm. offensive production. Sure. And he's like, okay, I'll take Hap. Like that's who I've got to take. It's probably like on Erdang's team, it was probably Hap or Pete Alonzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are probably the two players that are <laughs> averaging better than you could have gotten on the waiver mm-hmm. wire, you yes. know? Um, so that's, it, you know, it's Hap. Yeah, I think he's probably just a little at, an add-in mm-hmm. piece to balance out the offense. Sure, that makes sense. Are the next, are, anything else with that trade? No, I, no, I'm Great. good. I think we're good. Yeah, I'd love to hear. What, I mean, I don't want to hear, you know, we could even try and publish this. Uh, maybe we'll text or email this uh, analysis or this oh, uh, these sure, numbers. I want to hear. I do want to hear other people talk about it. I wanted to maybe have Josh on the podcast, but I thought about it too late because yeah, some- he was involved in both these trades. Something that I'm um, interested in hearing, too, is how I think you kind of mentioned it, but like how long their talk was when it came to this yeah. trade. Um, I had yeah. been trying to trade for. <laughs> jackson holiday for i don't know maybe a week or so and yeah. every time devin williams got a save I, he was like the player that i was really trying to to, to swap with beef and yeah. every time there was a save i'd like send him up another seven and a half points for devin williams or whatever <laughs> just trying to um yeah. but um i kind of held strong he countered with something um and i you know held strong i was like maybe i can still get him you know if devin williams right. keeps it up but um obviously it didn't work and he got a he got a better deal i think obviously i wasn't gonna offer him all those uh those good players i wasn't looking right. to do a, a big sell like that but um yeah if you guys want to tell us a, how much how you're long in a playoff you're, spot by three I games am. and you're and you're gonna you're gonna sell <laughs> no I'm, i mean i'm not doing a big sell i don't yeah, think that's right. what uh, that's what i'm doing here okay. anyway uh the next trade that uh that Erdang did. I'll um you've been talking a lot, Adam. Let me let me go through and uh go I'll for it. with this. Aaron received Aaron Judge. I don't know if you guys have heard of this player. He is averaging three point six points per can you hear the my dog barking? Jeez, yes, I loud. can. Oh boy. Uh he's but he Aaron, be Judge. Fine. <laughs> uh, Aaron Judge, three point six points per game, thirty six dollars. I believe that was an A level, right? So he is not Keepable. Yeah, I think he's done. Oh, yes. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I meant I meant that to be such a big number that it would be. Yes. Yeah, he's not keepable. Uh-huh. And then, but only averaging one point eight in his last game since returning from the yeah. injured list. So a little concerning, but only eleven games. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah, so small I, I wouldn't size. put wouldn't put too much stock into it. But of, that's the best we could do based yes. on what he's returning. And he uh-huh. only has eleven games since returning. Exactly. Uh, Clay Holmes averaging uh, three point six. Points per game, uh, four dollars. I didn't even remember him going in the auction, but uh, neither did I. That's, that's what the and, internet told me, though. Yeah, so we're right, going with it. it. Trust the internet. Yeah, uh, four points per game in the last thirty. Uh, John Carlos Stanton, two point four points, not very good. Three dollars, um, and three and a half points in his last thirty, though. That's big. Yeah, he's huh. turned it on. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Justin Steele, who we've never talked about on this podcast. I'm sorry. never. Uh, but he's had a, He's had a great but he's season. Good. 11.4 points per start, uh, not yeah. keepable. 11 in his last 30. That's those are good. Uh, those are good numbers for, yeah. for all um all of those players except for Stanton. But the last 30 are good for him. Josh receives um, something named Kevin Ginkle, uh, 2.7 points. I think he's game. the Arizona closer. He, right? he is actually and closing. Seawald. I think Seawald. Oh, now he's no longer the Arizona closer. Yeah, yes. Seawald. Although who knows, Seawald just uh, blew his first opportunity. Oh, right? really? And then. Um, 3.9 points in his last 30. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, who is terrible. Uh, oh, you say <laughs> you say this in the analysis, but uh, 7.1 points per start, uh, not keepable. He has been poop in his last 30. Uh, 4.9 points per start. And then the keeper, um, we have to think that Josh will be keeping him. Bryce Harper, uh, only 2.5 points per game this year. $11 uh, in the... Uh, in the auction, he um, obviously started the season on the IL, um, 2.8 points in his last 30. So, uh, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on this trade and how fun is it? Um, okay, so this trade, I, I don't, you know, I was actively engaged with Josh in, in, the, in the trade, uh, just to, in a trade as well. It would have been similar uh, return for me, not necessarily uh, – all the same players, but like mm-hmm. probably the two principals. So I, you know, I want to just, I'm saying that not uh, just so that I have a bias, right? I mean, obviously I right. have a trade, I, you know, <laughs> I have a bias, I have a bias in all of these, but we know, I'm trying uh, we to, know that you're biased. Fine. 
but I wanted to be very clear the yes. particular brand of bias I may have in this particular analysis. So, um, but I really do think uh, that there is a lot of risk with Bryce Harper as a keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just not having a great season. Um, and $11 is just not cheap enough where you want to be into Bryce Harper for a lot of money. And it's just not, he's just not young enough where you, you know, like, yep. It's it's just yeah. I just it leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. It's not it's not horrible. It's not like no. some obviously lopsided deal. Um, and then you know there's question marks on Aaron Judge. You know coming back from injury, although he is he's a stud. I mean I okay. really I, I put the one point eight there. I almost didn't even want to put it there because it's probably irrelevant. I mean he's he's Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay Holmes it's a solid closer. If if Aaron needed a closer, I don't know. I didn't actually look at his team to what, you know, I guess he did need one because Kevin Ginkle mm-hmm. is no longer a closer. So he wanted a closer who's got a, he got the job locked down. Um, Stanton is a fine player for the league. Like he's, he, you know, and he's been really good the last 30. So maybe that makes up for any kind of slowness that, you know, the Aaron judge is going to take to get, get back in action. Sure. But the real prize here on Aaron's side is Justin Steele. I mean, mm-hmm. getting um, a quality, uh, you know, uh, relief pitcher who's, you know, two to three points better than anything you're going to find on the waiver wire. And he's consistent. He's had good starts all year. Um, he's he's just been he's been really good. And he's kind of under the radar. Um, definitely better than Kyle Hendricks, who is <laughs> somehow rostered by by Aaron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I just don't – I think Aaron comes out really, really good on this deal, honestly. I don't – he's not going to miss what Bryce Harper has been giving him, you know. That's – he could find a two-and-a-half-point player mm-hmm. anywhere. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so it's not – you know, maybe Bryce turns it on. I don't know. You know, he hit – he's I think he's got a couple home runs his last two games. So maybe he turns it on, maybe yeah. not. doesn't really matter because uh, Aaron is definitely more than made up for that um, – more than made up for that uh, for for Bryce Harper with his with um, Stanton and Judge. Sure. And then yep. he uh, and he's also netted a, a, a really good starting pitcher, consistent. It could, yeah. that, it's huge. So I think this is a talent wise no brainer for Aaron. Like his team is definitely better than it was before mm-hmm. this trade. Yeah. Um, Josh, I, it's a question mark. I, mean, I think I'm, I'm I'm sure he's keeping Bryce Harper. I mean that has to be the the uh the point of this deal i'm just i'm a you know you, you look at is he going to be the three three and a half guy he was or is he going to be the two and a half guy yeah. you know if he's the, a two and a half guy it's a waste of money if he's a three and a half guy it's a steal yeah i don't want to to rob from our from our uh, keeper podcast that we'll do in march of 2024 <laughs> but yeah. uh i think with bryce harper 11 dollars he he's going to go at least in the twenties in the, in the auction. I don't know if Erding's planning on a leveling him or B leveling him, but anything more than an a level does seem like it could be kind of a risk considering that, like you said, he's not as young and as good. He hasn't put together a full like season of um, that's been really good. So um, yeah, it, it is a little bit of a risk. Um, Erding, yeah. I mean, he's 30. To, so yeah. yeah, he'll be 31 next year. So it's, is not, he is not young. Yeah. Um, and then I just want to see what he did. What was what Harper's season like last year? Did he have a great season? I mean, he must have, um, right? 2022. Yeah, he, he, he had averaged the, three. Yeah. He had a he, pretty good season last year, averaging yeah. three. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know that that's, that's definitely worth, you know, whatever, 15 bucks. But is it worth is, how much money do you save? And what could you have gotten right. otherwise? that would have been, you know, maybe saved you money. I don't know mm-hmm. whether not, not necessarily for me, but from someone else. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm comparing this to the haul he got from Brad. Mm-hmm. And I think the haul he got from Brad is so much better. Yes. I, you know, would agree. like it obviously gave up more players, but, but actually it's like talent wise, what, you know, it's like Scherzer and FTJ were the real, it's almost, it's very similar to some of the players, you know, just was one uh, fewer starting pitcher, really, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, quality players that he got, yeah. um, that he that he gave up. So he made two kind of similar deals. I just think the the return is much less than it was on a, on the Brad deal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What would we grade think. this trade? It's it's really fun. I It's less fun than the other one, though, right? We're saying it says maybe a 7.5? Yeah, I'm going to give it, like, a... Uh, like a 6.5. Oh, okay. Maybe a 7.5 because he gets the bonus point. There it is. Yeah. Bonus. Yeah, he gets the bonus <laughs> the point. The bonus but, point. Um, 
But uh, it's fun because it involves Aaron Judge. It'd just be more fun if Aaron Judge was kicking ass and taking names all sure. season. Yeah. It'd be a lot more fun. And maybe the deal doesn't happen. Maybe Erdang doesn't trade him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe Erdang's <laughs> in the playoffs. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But the deal would be a lot more fun if Erdang, if, if Judge was like, if Judge was just a monster like he mm-hmm. was last year, just, just kicking butt left yep. and right. So, and, or if he came back from the IL and was averaging like four points, you know, like some, yes. something awesome like that, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Next uh, segment, you wrote in here rule change, what ifs? What yeah. Mean, I just want, you know, Todd, Todd texted oh. it. So, you know, that, you know, he's given us content. I feel like we have to take it. But we had the, the, you know, just to mention Todd's, uh, the rule change where if the, uh, the points uh, got, you know, one or two playoff spots were based on points as opposed to, um, record uh, that'd be kind of a manual change, and yeah. right now there'd be some shifting because your point total is bad. Um, so you would be out of the playoffs, yes. and that would get um, someone who's not Todd into that the would playoffs. make Todd happy. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah. in none of these scenarios does Todd make the playoffs, um, but uh, it would be more yeah. fun right now because we'd have a race for a sixth playoff spot. I and, guess and, you know. My thinking with this rule change is it we're, you're just changing like the bottom two teams in the playoffs or whatever. It's like, sure. They might not have made, um, they might not have scored as many points or whatever, but I don't know. It just, it's, you just change it. Like I don't see, oh, us... I, vote, I voted against it. You don't have to convince yeah. me, but convince yeah, Todd. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, I also don't like, do I don't, I don't like that. I wouldn't be able to just click the button on the standings and know where just from like a logistics yeah, standpoint, sure. I don't like that. I have to like do some extra thinking or like day to day, be able to see where I am. Like it, it just would have been a lot. It's that, that I don't like it you know, nearly yeah. as much. Although it just, we just have this anomaly season where the playoff race is kind of boring. We've got three teams at 12 and five, three uh, at nine yeah. and eight. Yeah. Two six and eleven, two five and twelve. Mm-hmm. But normally it's not like that. Normally there's a few teams, you know, fighting for those last. Uh, yeah. It's just and it seems really. It's like really early to kind of yeah. crystallize these it, playoff and spots. And this isn't a case of teams selling, so there are now bad teams or whatever. Like that's not why there's yeah. a separation. It's just something that happened this season. So I I can't. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> the schedule yeah. makers or whatever. Obviously I have the ninth most points in the league, but I'm in uh, fifth place. Um, that's. Uh, it just happens sometimes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't think um, maybe people disagree. I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of talked about it on the, the chain a little bit, but I just yeah. don't see um, uh, I don't see how that is something that really changes the league or if it you know prevents teams from selling or makes more teams buy or whatever. I think it just it, 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 it's, it's weird because it'll be like, oh, OK, so I need to win, but I also need to score 47 more points than the other team or, you know, another team that I'm facing or whatever it just i know it just it gets a little convoluted for me so that's that's yeah. my thought uh on that no, i'm with you on it okay. maybe we'll have todd come in and defend it in yeah. the future yeah maybe but, not um, um, oh, not. Wait, we yeah. talked about otani um erdang was very insistent oh. that chris should trade otani um i know uh if anyone's gonna trade for him adam it's you. <laughs> um, I don't think Chris I have made, the bullets, to be honest with you. Well, Chris, I, there's just, I don't Chris have made the... very clear this morning. Um, maybe yeah. it was a negotiating tactic. I don't know, but he said that he wasn't. Um, what are your thoughts on him um, seemingly out of the playoffs? Although we did say that he needs to go 4-0 and, and I need yeah, to go 3 or whatever. He, like, ha- he, has a sm- he has a small margin for error to still make the playoffs. And yeah. I respect that he is still trying to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, so would have been a lot easier path if he had won last week and he almost did, but um, mm-hmm. he still has a path. I mean, he can't, uh, if he wins, he, he will not be eliminated. Um, if he win, if he, if he loses and you win, yes. then he's eliminated. Um, yes. So the, he's got to win um, and hope that you lose or, but even if you both win, he's still in it. So yes. Did you purposely not answer my happened. question, Adam? I can't. Tra- I don't have the. <laughs> I don't have the assets to trade for Otani. No, but I say, should he trade? Should he trade Otani? No, he should go for it. Yeah. I've been very clear about this. If you have a chance to make the playoffs, you just try and make the playoffs. I, yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, I that's my my. Yeah. And I obviously try and engage everyone in trade talks who might trade with me, but I I, I preface it. I think every time with you should not sell because you're still in it. Uh-huh. But if you were going to sell, right, <laughs> I would like to trade with you. Yeah, because you know, so my, I, I just, if you have a chance, because you never know. It's it's only the playoffs are three games. If you make yeah. the playoffs, you could 
roll off three three wins in a row. I mean, shit, Blake, your team's won three in a row this year, twice, in the same win streak. <laughs> yeah, not lately. I mean, oh, boy. But didn't you win, like, seven yeah. in a row? <laughs> no, I think – or maybe I did. God. You won, like, know. six or seven in a row. Yeah. I mean, your team won six or seven in a row, yeah. and you have the – Look at us now. <laughs> yeah, well, you have, like, the eighth or ninth most points. I mean, just ninth, teams can yeah. get hot. So, yeah. I mean, stranger things have happened than one team going, you know, one and three and someone else rattling yeah. off four victories. Yeah. Um, if anything um, – I would say that Chris should not trade Otani because, first of all, we've said this many times on this podcast. He is so fun. Why you would no, not absolutely why you would not have that on your yeah. team? And then also, Chris is one of the few players who was bidding. Obviously, he was bidding on Otani, uh, up, you know, at the end. So if he's protecting him, then that's one fewer yeah, player, one, one fewer, fewer maybe, person yeah. bidding on Otani. Yeah. You know, upping the maybe. bid. So um, I don't know what he. I'm, I'm certain he will have a number, whether he sticks to it or not, right. uh, going into the auction. With, um, but, yeah, Chris is one of the people who is willing to go that high. He, he yeah. was the first player that went really high on Mike Trout, I think, uh, that, um, you know. Uh, you take him out of the bidding equation, him. So we'll see. If you, yeah, if Chris isn't bidding, who We'll knows see. I mean, it, it, bid, it's, a, it's kind through. of Chris's season is a cautionary tale, too. Yeah. You, if you wrap up all – you know, no one – it's never been answered. If you wrap mm-hmm. up all that money in one player, what happens? Yeah. We're finding out, um, and but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. it's not like he has a bad team, and he's been up. He's no. been in, is firmly in the playoff mix. So mm-hmm. I think it just means that Otani went for pretty much near his his correct value. Yeah, because the the team with Otani wasn't like mm-hmm. dominant. If he got him for fifty bucks, he'd probably yes. be you know yeah. you know beating all of us, right? Yeah, he'd have another fifty dollar um, player or whatever. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, I don't. I, I, the only kind of deal Chris should not trade Otani. There's nothing he can get back for Otani that'll make him better this year. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, and, but the only kind of trade that, ta- that that Chris should do right now is a trade where maybe he gives up a player um, that has uh, for has some sort of like capability to it and mm-hmm. gets back a better player. You know, but it's still good. A player is still good this year. Like he mm-hmm. can't get. He can't trade for a player. He can't trade. He can't have the talent going out for this year, not match the talent coming sure. in. Yes. He cannot, you know, that's what would be my advice. Like you have to at least if to either be even or get better, um, you know, you know, in any kind of trade that you send out or bring in, you mm-hmm. know, one way or the other. So I could see him making a deal, but I, it wouldn't be a sell deal. It might be a deal where, where he, where, you know, he maybe he even trades with, um, you know, with like Josh Erdang or, or the, the Senator, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it just yeah. does a smaller, a smaller deal. trade though. Yes. A smaller trade just gets, gets a little bit more now talent. Just like a little mm-hmm. bit more now talent for someone who has some future value of some yeah. sort. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, next up, we'll, we'll talk roster moves. Uh, I dropped Carlos Rodon. Keeper Rodon. He, he was a keeper. He, I kept him before he had Daniel's son is available if you want a different keeper. Yeah, to, no, yeah. no, no. Um, but I kept him. We did our auction a little bit earlier this year. It was after the auction that uh, I think it was announced that he would be out for as long as he was, and that he just has not been. I think he's pitched like three innings is the most he's gone so far this year. Oh. But um, he, uh, I dropped him last night, and he they put him on the IL with a hamstring issue. I think today, so yeah, um, yeah that had to be done. So it didn't really affect me because I only a leveled him. Um, you dropped Salvador Perez, who yeah, I had to give up on him. Who was <laughs> twenty three home runs yesterday from or last year from the catcher spot? Yeah, um, and uh, now he's just been averaging one point nine. He got hit on the hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. I gotta just you know. And then got Gary Sanchez out there hitting bombs left and right. Oh, so yeah. uh, I was able to, to net yeah, him in the moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and you had a prospect you brought up, but had to send back down, right? <sighs> yeah. They, uh, Big time Giants prospect. The Giants shortstop prospect, Marco Luciano. Uh, he basically skipped AAA. They think he played five games there. And then they called him right up. He did pretty well. I think he got like, he was like three for 11 or something like that. Three for 12, something. Um, and then they sent him down when they, acquired AJ Pollock at the deadline and he is um, back in AAA. So I dropped him, but I still have his rights. Uh, just a little frustrating that they would do something like that where they kind of give him a chance and he kind of proved that he can, he can play there. And um, uh, thankfully with our rules, I still have his rights. I can um, drop yeah. him, you know, off, the, off my main roster. And then I still have him uh, 
uh, keeper eligible um, at one dollar. So um, yeah, yeah, I like this rule. I think it's a better uh, absolutely. It's a I, I'm very happy with this. Where you're not, it's not such pressure with the prospects, and you yes. can actually cultivate. You can be patient with them. Yeah. You know, like it, it's just you know you only get the year, but still that that's mm-hmm. meaningful. Like I like that. I like yeah. I like how this rule is playing out. I think it's a very successful change for our league. Excellent. I agree. Okay, um, we want to talk briefly about fab budget because we're, yeah. we're getting, I don't remember any years like this where three no. three managers are out of uh, 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 auction dollars. Yeah, it's we've me, got you, Brad, Brad, and Todd, and Todd all have zero dollars left. Obviously, placing zero dollar bids is uh, something we can yeah. do in our league, thankfully. And thankfully. then Josh Erding has one dollar left. Yeah, Josh and I each have one dollar left. Yeah. And then after so that, so half the league with one or zero. Yeah. <laughs> then it's Chris with eleven dollars. And then Aaron was nine. Uh, Aaron, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, does Aaron have nine? Chris oh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron has nine. Aaron's Chris nine. Chris 11. 11. And then um, and Josh the money bag. Twenty one. And yeah. Jason, Jason has twenty two. And then Tim has twenty nine. I think he he paid a lot for. God, who was Alec it? Manoa. Was it Manoa. Yeah. Manoa. <laughs> yeah, really he start last him, week but... against me. It was right. a Manoa revenge start, and and All also right, some fine. Manoa and. Manoa and Woodruff both had good starts against me. The two players I traded last year to mm-hmm. to build my championship uh, winner, uh, both had good starts. Almost, almost beat me. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to keep an eye on. You know, I I I, if I can only speak for for me using all my. I had twenty one bucks going into this, and I had three spots, and I just you know I went for it, and I needed to like have all these contingency bids and whatever and try yeah. to make sure I got quality players. I didn't want to screw around and, you know, lose to Todd because I didn't make up, you know, have a full roster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I went did... into last week, three short. I had two, one guy go in the IL and two yeah. go demoted to triple a. So I only pitched like 40 something innings um, because I had, uh, I had all these guys, all these mm-hmm. people gone to be well, fair. They, they might've been doing me a favor. They probably would have lost me points. Uh, that they had the, uh, <laughs> Straight that stayed on my team. Bradley and uh, uh, and Wells were, yeah. were not pitching well towards so, the end. And it looks like so we have three Sunday night at eight p.m. Um, left, yeah, left. There's three. We yeah. have four matchups, but obviously this week you yeah. don't have any adjustments. So yeah, there's three more so for people to use their their fab. So uh, that's a public service announcement. Uh, um, don't it's take it into the offseason. Simplify, simplify the math <laughs> for me having only zero dollars yeah left, so there you go that'll be easy at least yeah won't even let you place a one dollar bid so yeah all right so, um well i think that's gonna do it but you have a, a last thing yeah, uh blake i just a, a quick thing there's obviously there's been so much talk about the white Sox. it's very it's all embarrassing there's stuff about tim anderson getting you know starting starting a fight with jose ramirez and then getting knocked out or knocked down whatever he did not finish it he did not uh and then there was um keenan uh, middleton I've complained about the White Sox, you know, clubhouse and how there were no leaders and how they could just do whatever they wanted. There was no authority figure. And then Lance Lynn um, like, all, yep. but, <laughs> all but confirmed it. He said something today where he said, um, I'm going to tell you what was wrong about what he said. And then he didn't say anything <laughs> like pointedly saying like he didn't say anything wrong. All of it's true. And then yeah. Pedro Grifol, the manager, came out um, today and said that the people that he thought were leaders going into this season – didn't end up being leaders seemingly placing blame on them and tim anderson got slapped by y- uh, yasmani grandal right before the all-star break i don't know if we talked about this on the chain was that no. did you know about that so i didn't know about that so there's a story now that came out where grandal didn't play he wasn't in the starting lineup for the game before the all-star break so he said um hey since i'm not playing i'm can i catch a flight and like leave <laughs> which is not yeah. a good teammate and tim anderson said paraphrasing like motherfucker I'll, if you don't want to win, I'll pay for your flight for you to get out of here or something like that. And um, that prompted uh, Yasmani Grandal to slap Tim Anderson in the clubhouse. So um, I don't, Man. that was uh, a very good source uh, had that. Um, I don't know if they, they commented on it today, but I think what's just gone on is it's bad chemistry. They're losing. And that's what happens when you lose. I was fortunate enough to sit in the first row at Dodger stadium behind the, uh, behind their dugout a few weeks ago. And the thing that I noticed most was all of the starting pitch. It was Lance Lynn started the game. And so he was doing his own thing. Um, but Sebi Zavala and Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech and Carlos or Carlos Lucas Giolito were like together. They were talking, they were communicating, which is nice to see as a, as a starting pitching unit, but everyone else just seemed to kind of just 
not be enjoying it and just like you know when you're losing it sucks and the chemistry is bad and that's what happens you know when when you're winning everyone likes each other and when you're losing they don't so i think it's just coming out because of the trades too i think that's something that's happened so um it's pretty miserable to be a white Sox fan these days and um basically every day before so um that's all uh that's all i have to say about that and um if you keep what sending city, me articles, what city are the white Sox moving to they... <laughs> well there's it's funny you say that because... are they getting closer to you that well, would be fun, actually. They uh, there was talk on White Sox Twitter about getting sell the team chance going. Oh heck uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, do it, do R- it. Reinsdorf was seen at on the field today. I guess Bill Cower threw up the first pitch. I don't know what type of relationship he has with the former Pittsburgh Steelers head coach or whatever, but he was seen on the field. They asked him media as he was walking by, asked him if he wanted to comment, and he said no. He hasn't made a comment. Um, about the White Sox in years. He right. never talks. And obviously, even with all this bullshit that happened, he's still not talking. So Sounds um, like, sounds like a, a familiar owner. <laughs> sounds like an owner I know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, um, never that's talking what I have owner. to say, Adam. That's all yeah. I have. Um, do you have anything to say before we go? Uh, yeah, just a couple things just to you know, update. There was a big uh, – the now the Giants played in Oakland over the weekend. The A's actually swept them. In a pretty dramatic yeah. fashion, uh, late inning um, uh, victories, and there was a big rally uh, before the Saturday game. The the same group uh, made rally towels, the Unite the Bay rally towels. I mean, they're making legit giveaways that they're just giving away to fans. <laughs> they had like ten thousand of them that they gave wow. away to fans in the parking lot. The the games drew like thirty eight thousand fans, um, and they were insanely audible. Uh, sell the team chance uh, that you can you, you mean you could the, the now that the, they can't ignore them like the comment yes. dictators all comment on it uh, they happen pretty much at every game now in every stadium and I mean they, I appreciated Jason and Aaron uh, go to Dodger games uh, A's games yell and sell the team Jason bootlegged a sell shirt uh, on the back <laughs> of one of his uh, one of his shirt I, he couldn't I, he has a sell shirt in Aaron's possession but they couldn't uh, trans uh, transfer it before that game so he made one um, which is awesome that's the spirit you know mm-hmm. so um, again I have no idea if this will work but what you know the fact that it's being talked about that there's athletic articles on it that it's still in your feed it's not going away I'm yeah. sure the ownership and Major League Baseball would just love it to go away of course and I'm sure it's a thorn in their side and no one you know that every single game you can hear it and like the, the announcers talk about it they can't ignore it anymore mm-hmm. so um, so that's good um, and then one last thing, I got some breaking news that even Blake doesn't know. Oh, blaking um, I just have a, we say some blaking, blaking, sorry. We say breaking <laughs> news here. Um, an agreement has been reached. Uh, we have this weird thing with the top three teams, but an agreement has been reached where the top three teams are going to split the points and first place prize, no matter who wins. That's, that's not real. That's not real. <laughs> that's the that's the news. That's but that's that's not real. You guys aren't doing that. <laughs> All right. If we're not, we're not. <laughs> I guess I guess you'll never find out. You'll never know once you Venmo the victor. What? That's you're not doing that. That's foolish. Why would it, you know that way? We all we're all gonna make quite a bit of money. We're just all be well, you no. know. And then we'll, may the best no. team win the playoffs. No, no, no. This is a joke. This is a joke. That's stupid. You're not doing that, Adam. You would do that. Why would I not do that? Why would I not take that? I, I think I'm going to win the championship, so I'm going to win a lot of money anyway. But why would, why would you, I not it, take the for sure, sure money? I don't know. This is. I mean, the I variance like in the last few weeks no, is no, so no, crazy. No, no. Like, I could, you know, it, it makes perfect sense for all of us, honestly. I don't you really don't, don't, like you really don't think you don't think we're doing this. You really don't, I don't think, think we're doing, you're this? doing it. I don't think you're doing that. I think you're saying you're doing this to get to get a rise out of me. And boy, did it work. I uh, this, <laughs> you, it's stupid. That is so dumb. That's it's borderline. It's borderline um, fuckhead. Why it? is it fuckhead? Why, why would that be fuckhead? Because why would you do that? Like it, it's it's collusion, isn't it? Well, no, it's just, not? it's not, collu- how is it collusion? How is that collusion? We just, well, we are all within a few points. Are, the whole point is to compete for those, you three teams to like try to get a buy and try Well, we to... still want to buy. Well, we can't very well split the buy, can we, Blake? I mean, we well, are no, all, all desperately. Money, like part of it is to go for it so that you can do it. I don't know. I just, I think that's, I think it's stupid and I don't think it's even real. I think you're bullshitting me. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Well, I guess you'll never know. I uh, send me the fucking text messages between the three of you. I don't believe it. It's not true. And even if you do send me the text messages, they're fake. <laughs> Adam, oh, it's ten o'clock, and I'm now I'm angry. Goodness, it's not real, right? You can tell me now. It's not real. Blake, it's real. Why we we're like. We're all so close. Why would anyone want to give up the, wait, the okay, money so wait, by chance? I'm, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so frustrated and upset by this. I, I want to get it straight. So the first place money you guys are splitting and what so else? So 425 and 200. So 625. So then we each get guaranteed, you know, 200 bucks. No, that, you're not doing that. That's not true. Yeah, we each, we each basically get the regular season Who, points. So, okay. All right. Oh, God. I wanted this Zellin, to be 30 Zellin minutes. I want, wait, no, 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 no. I wanted this to be a 30-minute <laughs> podcast. We're at 55 minutes now. But I got to hear more. Okay. How, so how did this come up? Literally, Zetlin texted. He's like, you guys want to split the money? And then Brad was on the fence. And I really had – I kind of made the case. Like, look, I mean, you know, we can just go a couple of points either direction. Like, don't you just want to lock in the 200 points? I mean, you still get the – honestly – the money is the money. You want the pride. You want to be the, the the pride of being in first place and really winning the championship. Who really cares? But this way, you could just lock in the money and know that your league fees are taken care of at least. You're not you're not paying any money out. I don't know. I mean, look, you guys can as long as it's not like truly collusion. Like you can do whatever you want with the money when you get it. Um, I don't know. I just think that's. I think it's whack. I think it's silly. I think it's. I don't see a good thing about the comp about the competition of this league. Like it's, that's just all bad. I don't see it's, it's less fun that way. Well, what if, what if Tim and, and um, what if Tim and Todd were like, Hey, let's just split the, the deal dealing with the belt or something like that. I mean, would that be, would we, would that be as bad? Uh, sure. I mean, it's for between ninth and 10th place or whatever. Like that's less competitive. <laughs> You're just trying not to be it. For this, you're like trying to be first place. You're trying to get the most points. I just well, we still want to be first place. It's just that if we don't get it, then the money. But there's have no to... difference. There's yeah. no difference now to you. Well, there's a buy. I mean, definitely want the buy, okay. and you want the better bracket. I mean, you want to be in the bracket that doesn't involve the other third place team, eh, the, other, I guess, the other top I don't team. Know. I think it's. I do you think that I'm the only one that's gonna like have an issue with this? No, and that's why I needed to make this last about like. 10 minutes to convince you that I'm serious because I'm definitely not. <laughs> Adam, did you even tell them that you were doing this? Yeah, I know. It was all of our idea to do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It I, was a, a, definitely uh, all three of us were like, we should do this and we should 100% mostly fuck with you. But yeah. But then the whole league is going to have to listen to all of this and they're going to get <laughs> so like mad because okay. I okay. think I did a pretty good job convincing you that it's real. You did. Like you were, you were like, you, now at that point, you were like really thinking that I'm doing this or that we're doing I, yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it carried on long enough, but like, not I know, too I had long, to. You I'm, caught I'm me glad, off guard. I'll tell you this, Adam. I'm yeah. glad that you, you did, you didn't carry it on to the chain and then you're like, okay, now I'm just fucking with you. The fact that you, you closed it, that's a good comedy bit. You got me, a good troll. I, I'm very upset. I'm starting to sweat now. Maybe it's because <laughs> I'm in this closet here and I've been in here for 58 minutes now, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was good. Well done, Adam. Um, Josh, Brad, you got me angry at the at ten o'clock on a Sunday n- or Monday night. Excuse it's me. a Monday so, night. Yeah, well, I was Monday hopefully night. I thought you would right. not be. I put as much of a fight. I did want to bring it to the chain, but it went long long enough that I think everyone has felt your anger now. Yeah, and then they'll yeah. So we're if good. If they were, yeah, I, yeah, you would be the one. Although I don't even see Brad doing it. I see Zetland. Although Zetland's won before. Like, what? Why would he want to? Yeah. Oh. You got me. That was good. That was good. <laughs> all right. I had to come up with all these arguments about why I want to do this I thing I don't want to do on the fly. I was not yeah. expecting this. I was expecting some some resistance, but not this much. No, no anyway. I, I resisted. Well done. You, um, yeah. Well, you. Right, I mean, well, you caught me off guard. I had to really be on my toes for this all one. All right. Well, this was our longest episode of Blake on Balls ever. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Adam. Um, best of luck to you. And I, I hope you get the money for first place. And I hope you get you keep it yourself. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Blake. This is always a pleasure. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.